0: In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Roads are funny things. We classify them as paved or unpaved. Or we talk about when we have come to the end of the paved road, which can be the beginning of an extraordinary adventure or even hint at a little danger that is lurking. Roads lead us places. We can take the road to Corpus Christi or to San Antonio. The great American poet Robert Frost even wrote a poem about making a choice about two different roads. Two roads diverged in a yellow wood and sorry I could not travel both and being one traveler Long I stood and looked down one, as far as I could, to where it bent in the undergrowth. Roads are mystical things that lead us to where we are, but also lead us to where somewhere we may wish to go, or perhaps even places that we have absolutely no desire to step foot in. We talk about the road to victory, or the road to defeat. Sometimes, when we are in the midst of a crisis, we tell our friends that we are just making it down the road. Our gospel story today is of blind Bartimaeus, who, having faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, receives his sight. And while that story as we read it out loud as our gospel passage is good and full of hope and in some ways touches our hearts, we need to look at it, see into it, and yes, those puns are intended indeed, and wonder if Mark is trying to tell us anything else. We must remember above all else when we read our sacred scriptures in English that they were not written in English. Mark was first written in Greek, and the words that we have in English must be understood to be a translation. And just like in English where we have two or three words that are either spelled the same or have the same sound or have meanings that can only be interpreted in context— we sometimes have the same problem in Greek. When we, in English, say road, we have synonyms that can also mean road, like path, or maybe highway. Or, here in South Texas, we might call something a "sendero" or a gap. But there is a common word, and in this Greek passage, the word for road is Hold us. Jesus is traveling from Jericho and continuing his journey to Jerusalem. We are right on the cusp of the end of Jesus' ministry on earth, and there are crowds of people with him. Some, of course, were his disciples. Others could have been fellow pilgrims who were traveling to Jerusalem for the Passover festival. Sitting by the road, by the Hordos, we find Bartimaeus, who finds out that Jesus is passing by. Now, Bartimaeus knows about Jesus. He knows who Jesus is. Bartimaeus, who is both blind and a beggar, seems to know something about the happenings around the region. So he begins to cry out for this Messiah, this Jesus, to have mercy on him. And while he is calling out, people try to silence him, try to force him to hold his tongue. Why is that? Well, the gospel doesn't say. But let's think about some possibilities as to why. Could it be that they were just tired of hearing old blind Bart, whom they see every day? Perhaps some of the crowd are trying to protect Jesus from Bartimaeus. Maybe the members of the crowd have their own intentions, their own reasons why they want Jesus to pay attention to them, and Bart can just wait his turn, take a place in line. Doesn't that happen to us sometimes? We take up some part of our Christian life and duty with a new and renewed zeal. And there are people in our lives who sometimes try to convince us to abandon that fleeting idea. Or sometimes we tell people about the difference that Christ has made in our lives, only to have our friends laugh at us and say, demeaning things about our conversion. Maybe it is doubt of some kind. And when it stings the worst is when it's our fellow Christians, those people who are following Jesus, and for whatever reason don't allow us or don't invite us to join in. Bartimaeus is the least of the people, the people whom Jesus is constantly with, the one he shows and demonstrates his love to. And the followers of Jesus, even the disciples, pass Bartimaeus up and try to keep him at bay. It's like these followers don't want Jesus to give mercy to that one who asks for it. But notice what happens. Jesus tells the followers, those who are walking alongside him, to call Bartimaeus over to him. In other words, the very people who had been attempting to silence the man are now told by Jesus to call him, to search him out and find him and to bring him to Jesus. It is a rapid change of circumstance that must have shocked everyone. The crowd is even shocked that Jesus tells them to call out to Bartimaeus, for they tell him to take courage. Maybe the very followers of Jesus doubted that Jesus would do anything. What do you wish that I should do, is what Jesus asks him, which, in its own way, is rather peculiar. Was there any doubt that he wanted to have his sight restored? Or was Jesus looking into his heart to see what the true desire of this man was? He could have just healed the man, but Jesus always waits to see what we truly want, what we think we need. Sometimes we are right in our asking. Other times, we really are not. Bartimaeus replies with a very simple request. He would like to have his sight restored again. You see, Bartimaeus had been able to see previously. And somehow he became blind. He knows what it means to have sight, to have his family and his friends and to see them and to see the wonders and glories of creation. He could see. And he wants to see once again. Let's read below the surface, just a little. And instead of Bartimaeus simply being blind, physically blind, that is, what if Mark is also trying to tell us about spiritual blindness, about not being able to see the world clearly with the eyes that Jesus sees with? Or that we are blind to all the unhealthy sins that prevail upon us. Lord, restore my sight. I know this has been true of my Christian walk, and I think many Christians can say the same thing. When the conversion first occurs, we recognize Jesus as our Lord. When we have that experience of ineffable love taking root in us, There is a sense and a fervor that we experience. We try to conquer the world in Christ's name. We say that we are having a mountaintop experience. We honestly want to stay there. We want to remain in the ecstasy of being wrapped up in the mystery and the love and the personhood of God. But then life happens. It might be a deep tragedy. It could be a a death of a loved one that comes shockingly out of the blue. Something as simple as someone cutting you off on the interstate or a rude waiter at a restaurant happens, and then we seem to lose the sense of the holy. I know that for me, it's my fear and my anger. That get me from time to time. I can be living a holy and pious life. And I can put up with some disappointments and frustrations. But then something throws a switch. And releases my anger and my fear. Like a raging lion. And I lose sight of God. And I lose sight of God's love for me. And I lose sight of God's love for those around me. And then I feel bad. Awful, in fact. And I mean, after all, what a jerk have I been. And I pray for forgiveness. And sometimes I have conversations with the Holy Spirit that goes something like, If you would just take away this thorn in my side. Or, in my worst moments, perhaps I should become a hermit. Because if I'm not around people, then I won't get angry at them. But, that's not really our calling. We go down this road, or, like blind Bartimaeus, we sit by the roadside just within reaching distance of the road. We sometimes lose our vision, lose our sight. We might even say that we have backslidden. And churches too, after all, can go through these tragedies. It might be something horrific, or it could be something as simple as a well-loved pastor and priest leaving could even occur when a ministry is running so successfully that we forget that we rely on God's grace to aid us. And then we, like Bartimaeus, regain our sight. And what do we do? A few minutes ago, we looked at the Greek word hodos, And we said that it was a good translation of the word road. But sometimes it is also used, as it is here, for the way. Bartimaeus gets up and follows Jesus on the way. In the Gospel of John, Jesus says that he is the hodos, the way as in the way, the truth, and the life. In Acts, when Saul, who later becomes St. Paul, was rounding up Christians, he went into synagogues looking for people who were followers of the way, of the horos. When Jesus uh, heals us, when Jesus restores our sight and vision, we can see to follow him on the road, follow him in the way. Having his vision restored, Bartimaeus is no longer just a beggar. He doesn't continue in his former life. He doesn't say to Jesus, thank you, and hurries away to do whatever he desires. Bartimaeus joins in walking with Jesus to Jerusalem walking with Jesus to his passion and to his death. He follows Jesus on the way. The very same road that he had been sitting by, listening to others traveling back and forth, perhaps even interacting with several frequently, becomes the same path that allows him to become a disciple of Jesus more fully. We, you and me, are blind Bartimaeus. We lose our faith that we once had. We begin to question truths that we know and we forget the love that we have experienced. We become blind, jaded perhaps. And as your priest, let me say that I am sometimes concerned that we as a parish church are blind. We hear about what is happening across town or at the other churches, and we become blind as to what is happening here because we have been through a rather rough patch for the last decade or so. It is time for us to implore Jesus to send his Holy Spirit to restore our sight. And the best news of all is this. This way, this road that we travel on to follow Jesus starts right here. Jesus didn't tell the now sighted Bartimaeus, that he had to travel back to Jericho before he could become a disciple and a follower, Bartimaeus joined the crowd from where he was. When you come to this altar in a few minutes and you receive the blessed body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ, remember that this is the beginning of of the way. It starts right here where we are. But it takes all of us joining together in prayer and fellowship, looking with eyes restored by Jesus himself to not only follow the way, but to hear Jesus telling us to call out to those outside this church who are blind and to bring them in. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.